Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with JC and Michelle Dickinson. Welcome back. Let's jump right back in. And Michelle, before we ended our last conversation here, JC was asking you questions because we're both like leaning into this conversation here. This is like, this is amazing. We could probably talk about this for hours and maybe we will have to come back and have more conversations, but want to really talk about, you know, how, um, not not just mental health conditions, meaning depression or anxiety, although I do want to talk about that too, but just weird things going on in life, COVID, the pandemic, being locked down, watching a football game and having a player, you know, almost die and the rest of the team's, you know, very upset about it. You know, how do you deal with this in the workplace? Yeah, it's a really, it's an amazing question and one that I, is so important for people to hear this. Listen, fundamentally, you need to understand that the mind is not wired to make you happy. The mind is wired to protect you. So the mind is doing its job when it's constantly looking for what's wrong and broken and what's going on in the world that's tragic, right? It focuses on that because it's trying to protect you. But in reality, so much of what we see going on if we focus on that acutely, we'll feel paralyzed. We, we will not feel like we have any control. So the first thing I would tell someone who's just feeling like the weight of the world is on their shoulders and they've had this compounding effect over years is recognize the mind is not wired to make you happy. So therefore you have to do something to find your happiness. So you, you start off fundamentally looking around and saying, okay, well, what's good? Because I haven't even been looking at what's good because I am so consumed with what's been going on, what's in the news, what's what happened on football. My mind, I'm letting my mind get consumed by this information. So I need to take a step back and pause and say, okay, so what is good? What is going right? How How is my life right now? What are the good aspects? Because when we focus on the good then, then that's what will expand. Whatever we give our attention to expands. So that's the first thing I say to them is you have to really zoom in on what you're stepping over to look at all the upsets. So, so, so while you're saying like the brain is responding to fear and uncertainty, so you just, you basically just have to beat your instincts in a way. No, you have to choose where you focus your attention. Where our attention goes, yeah. where our attention goes is where our energy flows. So it's, it's kind of like uh, listening to your own inner voice, your own inner wisdom, yeah. following that, mm-hmm. leaning into it, so to say. Well, I mean, yes, exactly. Like, even though all of this stuff is happening, I'm not saying ignore it, put your head in the sand. What I'm right, saying right. is you're so busy focusing on it that you don't even see you have a beautiful partner you have a beautiful home you have a roof over your head you have um, more abundance than the average person has we don't we don't stop to look at that because we're allowing our mind to just sort of be at the effects of whatever is coming into it we have to take more control over what we're focusing on i love it i actually was just listening to i listen to podcasts in the morning and um, i don't even know the name of it but it's a, it's a few minutes and uh, she was just saying the same exact thing about that your brain 
is wired for to protect you and therefore it's usually focusing on a negative so you could set up to protect it and i just heard this the other day this is so amazing that you're saying and i was like oh you know what that makes sense that totally makes sense but going a little step further here so if your brain is wired towards negativity and you do have a mental health condition and you have depression or anxiety you know, which obviously bring that back to the workplace is caught is going to cause lost productivity. Right. What do you do from there? Like, how do you teach your brain? Of course, we don't, we're not going to get all these answers in a couple of minutes here. How do you teach your brain to say, no, that's that, that it, you know, that's the depression or the anxiety that's taken over my brain versus the other. And, and how do you focus that on the workplace to say, I, I still got to get things done here. I think the idea is for you to focus on what you can control because, you know, a lot of times we think that we can become easily overwhelmed by things that we can't control. The one thing we can control is ourselves, right? You can lean into breath work. You can lead into tapping. You can lean into taking a walk when you start to feel anxious or when you're starting to feel your depression symptoms. You know, what are the tools that your clinician gave you to to lean into? I just had a a woman I spoke with today and she said, well, my doctor tells me to take three deep breaths when I'm feeling overly anxious. Well, leverage those tools, you know, step, step aside, go out to your car, do what you need to do, but recognize you have control over one thing and that's you. And that's, and that's how you handle the situation right in front of you and what you're feeling in that moment. So, um, Take responsibility, you know, take responsibility because otherwise you're going to show up in a way that you're not going to be proud of and you're not going to feel good about. Right. So and for the, for from the, the employee. Yeah. Oh, the employee. No, the employer perspective then too, like they could take the reins by helping create that positive work environment or right. reinforcing that positivity of the workplace. Right. Yes. Yeah, oh, for, sure. for sure. I mean, I, you know, the first thing I did when I started my company was say, Hey, let's talk about how do we create cultures of compassion? You know, when I was at my former fortune 500 company, what did we do? We built structures. So we normalized the narrative. We wanted there to be a, a culture of compassion. So it's not awkward to say, Hey boss, you know what? Remember I told you I was diagnosed with depression. So I'm dealing with some stuff right now. I'm going to step aside it's all about creating a normal narrative in the workplace, but that comes that there's a lot of work that has to go around creating that culture of compassion. Yeah. For the, for the employers that are listening, which is most of our listening audience, you know, depression and anxiety, which is uh, uh, unfortunately super common, you know, causes a lot of lost productivity. And there was an article that I was reading that said an estimated 12 billion working days are lost every year to depression and anxiety, which cost over $1 trillion in lost productivity. So That's for the crazy. people that are listening, it's Wendy, in, there's it only is. 365 days. How did we lose 12 billion? It sounds like a defense <laughs> budget. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it, but it, it's, you know, even though you may be thinking, oh, well, I, that's not my responsibility. I'm not their doctor or I have health insurance. You know, if you cannot convince your exec- executives to really take this seriously and have that culture of compassion, show them the statistics, show them the numbers, because I find the CFOs or the CEOs who aren't necessarily touchy feely. Once you show them the dollars, they go, okay, 
okay, you got my attention now. So yeah. these are these are fascinating stats. All right, folks, we will be right back and we're going to talk a little bit more. I want to dive into burnout and at work and how uh, someone like you, Michelle, can help the average person with burnout. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.